Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the shift. Katie is Katie's voice is a little bit deeper. Sorry about that. Uh, we got Stephen Mullen here uh, replacing Katie just for the just for the intro and the outro because Katie actually did a wonderful interview with Lindsay Jennings, a comedian slash burlesque performer slash sex worker, uh, in that um, she makes money by selling uh, sexy photos and some 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 videos of her having sex on a few different uh, websites, which you'll learn about from Katie's chat with her, which will be coming up shortly. So make sure you stay tuned for what is a very interesting episode. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. But in the meantime, Steve... You're Katie. Yes. How do you feel about that? It's such a privilege. I just feel like I'm... I, I don't know if I'm wearing the right attire. I should have worn a shorter skirt, but anyway. How does it feel to be a woman? Do you feel like, historically, it, it, it's been difficult, but in recent times, maybe a little I feel easier? It, I feel empowered. I feel empowered. <laughs> it was a big day for me, International Women's Day there this week, but, you know, it's been it's been a big week for me. Yeah, well done. <laughs> did you did you embrace it? I did, absolutely. So, anyway, thanks so much. Uh, so... Um, you know, because normally when we have an interview, myself and Katie do a little, uh, you know, we do a little bit beforehand. And I do want to talk to you after the episode about some of the stuff that, that Katie and Lindsay were talking about. But before we get into that, I did think that I would use you for a quick 10-minute teaser. Because, you know, we don't have a lot of guys on the pod. Yes. And we're not really adding to the amount of men that we've had on the pod because you've been on the pod before. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm the same guy. And I hope, I, yeah, I'm not necessarily always a representation of all the men well, that, either. But sure that, was a very pos- that was a very popular episode. Oh, thank you. You were lucky uh, that when you were on, it was the week I had done the Two Johnnies podcast. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. so it, was, it was a spike in listenership at that time. That was pure. That was one of those conversations that afterwards I'm kind of going, oh, Jesus. Did, did you feel a bit that? like that? A little bit. Well, i tell you why I felt like that, because my missus listened to it. Oh, she did. <laughs> and? Well, she was just like, I didn't know you like this. I didn't know you like that. Oh, so a we bit. talked a lot about butt play. Butt play. Well, it wasn't the, that. It was like there was the kissing on the neck that blew her away, actually. She didn't realize that you love yeah, being kissing on the, the neck. neck. Kiss, I think, yeah, we talked about kissing on the neck. I just remember that conversation when I came home and she was like, I didn't know you like that. I was like, yes, I suppose I do. I suppose I never communicated it either, but because you're talking about something, you express it and you think, oh, this is what I like, blah, blah, blah. But it's just like, it's evidently not a conversation that we had between the two of us. So, um, yeah, she was. <laughs> and then. <laughs> so so what happened? Was there a positive result from that? Well, so she obviously the the podcast comes out after the recording, whatever it was, a week or two after, I can't remember. But what what was positive about the experience was that basically I came home from Sligo very late that night and uh let's just say she says an hour after I got home, it's like 
you came back very horny. <laughs> oh, she said that to you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she listened to the podcast a couple of weeks later and gone, eh, now oh. I know what's going on. <laughs> so so do you, do you feel actually... Did you did you feel uh, like a slight liberation from speaking that openly about sex, or you just literally just got a bit horny thinking just about a bit it? horny, yeah, just a bit horny, I think, and just kind of like, uh, yeah, we've been all talking about that. I'm gonna have to take it out somewhere. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just, yeah. Which is I don't great. Think anybody's ever gonna complain about? No, that. not at all. Yeah, it was. Great. Now, um, did you did you find that after she listened that she then began to do that stuff, or did or does that make it even more awkward? Like, oh, you're doing this now because you listened to the pod. Genuinely, the only thing. Oh no, it didn't get awkward because of that. No, but genuinely, I think she was genuinely taken aback by the kissing on the neck thing that was the only thing I can't believe of that all the I, stuff we talked about it was like oh you like kissing on the neck I was like yeah it's quite nice actually yeah, so yeah. has she been doing that more yeah she actually did that yesterday yesterday afternoon yeah, I are. have to say that I love kissing on the neck too but after I come I, I literally oh. it's like an like an explode like I, I I couldn't think of anything worse than me it's kissing so the neck after I come. Overly sensitive. I don't think girls get that. I think sometimes they think that we're being dicks as well. But your just body is still your nerve endings are just still yeah, fucking it's a, tickling. It's a difference, yeah. Ah, so yeah, yeah they go in there for any kind of intimate rubbing afterwards. It's like get the fuck oh, away. From afterwards, me. it's very it's difficult. Very difficult. Very, very difficult. Very difficult. And I, I would never want anyone to be offended. Yeah. So I thought, just as a quick, uh, you know, just as a a quick intro into today's episode. Uh, because we're talking about yourself and your partner and you have a kid uh-huh. and we haven't had that many men on, just anecdotally, do you have any any tricks uh, to, to keep the spice in the relationship when you've been <laughs> together a while, you have a kid? I mean, there's any number of scenarios, but yes. uh, you know, is there is there anything that you can throw out that jumps to mind in terms of how you make time for each other like that? I have to say that it's kind of like, I probably wouldn't be the best with giving, but kind of knowing. Here's the tip that I know of to blah blah because it's kind of it's a little bit survival this early on in the relationship um, with having the kids. Sorry, do you know what I mean? So it's like my daughter's still only two, so we ha- you still haven't worked out. You know, we're still at early days of kind of like you get a quick, you know, for example, now I'm wasting my potential for sex time doing this podcast, by the way. Oh, sorry. Because my daughter's napping. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. So the inside. sound of your daughter snoring makes your wife wet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like literally you end up like I get like, but you, yeah, you, basically that is kind of because at the end of the day, you're exo- like she's working her ass off with them. She's studying as well at the moment. Uh, I do gigs at nighttime as well. So like literally. Literally, actually, now that I'm saying talking this out loud, nap time is the only time, really. So it's like, I think it was an old Tommy quote, wasn't it? He's like, when he gets to a certain age, like he gets a, a horn at 11 a.m. every morning now. And if you're not on it, you may wait till tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like that kind of a window, yeah, you know, it's, small it's, it's a window. Um, so I, I think the opportunity at the moment doesn't exist to spice it up or anything like yeah. that. Or like even in the evening time, say you were, but your your, your kids are sleeping next door. It's like you got to keep it down. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Tough to do the it's tough to do. It's tough to the sneaky. Um, she said something funny to me the other day. She said, "Because you're exhausted all the time." She said, um, "Can we have sex sometime like naked?" And I was like, "What? What do you mean?" It's like because we never. I was like, "Oh yeah, we do." <laughs> so it's literally. A quick slide down of the old PJs and off you go. <laughs> oh yeah, because like the kid's gone to bed and you're the on the couch and you're just like, let's just on, fucking you? get it. Let's get this done and get back to dancing with the stars. You know? <laughs> yeah, can we have sex so, naked? That's so funny. That's what she said, and she was roaring. She said, and she was roaring, laughing. She said, "You can have that bit because it's, <laughs> it's so true. It's so true to say that on stage. It's just like fucking. Um, yeah, that's what it becomes. And look, there's people going to be listening to this who have kids. 
kids and the relationships and all they know exactly what it is like that's yeah. what it is when you have kids it's just it's hard to like it, I know it sounds ridiculous but it's hard to even feel sexy and that kind of because when we started going out you know you, you know there's, you just kind of it's easier to feel sexy you might go for a run or you know you, you, know, you yeah. might eat a bit healthier or you spruce yourself up a little bit if we're going out for a drink or blah blah and that's on both sides you know what I mean but when the kids are on you're just not thinking of, you're not even thinking about that yeah. not even thinking about it and then you see yourself in the mirror one morning you're like holy fuck look at the state of that you know oh, yeah. but do you do, does it feel like an obligation then like do you feel sometimes like we better have sex like it's important that we do this even though you're not in the mood, that has that conversation has happened a couple of times where it's just like, yeah, we, you know, we a couple of times, but generally as a couple, we would be quite sexual. Generally, and yeah, we do enjoy it and love it, and so it would be rare to have to have that conversation. But there has been a couple of times where it's just like, we should probably fuck, you know, we should. But probably. even in long relationships that I've had in the past, particularly the longest one that I had, I do remember times where it was just kind of like. I, you know, I'm not in the mood, but I think I think we need to have sex. But I had I didn't have that conversation. But in my mind, I did yeah. feel this kind of obligation. Of course, once you get in the once you start messing around, you yeah. get in the mood and you yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. But it is that mental headspace yeah. of, I can I be bothered starting? Yes, this? yes. And then I ha- I definitely remember times where I was like. I think it's important to, to yes. actually start this. Yes, and I think it's important, like, even though can we, next time, like, that comment about next time can we be naked, that's such a real true point because it's like, can we put in the effort, basically? Yeah, can we, can we make so this true. a little bit more than yeah. just a, yeah. let's sneak one in? Yeah. As much as I love sneaking oh, one absolutely. in. Oh, absolutely. And I love not taking the clothes off. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I love that. An old knee trembler. Um, yeah, it's great. I love it. Yeah, but it's like, but no, it is. You do have to kind of put time. Like we actually, now that we're saying this, we probably should go an old weekend away. Or but I was going to ask you because uh, I don't know if I talked about it on the pod before, but I, I mean, it is a routine of mine that no matter how stale your sex life is, mm. the minute you walk into a hotel room, <laughs> you, you just think like, fucking 200 euros, we're fucking using this. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember years and years ago, an old, a very old girlfriend Early on, the relationship gave me a birthday present of a weekend in the Radisson and Cavan. It was lovely, actually. It was lovely, the spa and all that stuff there. But um, for some reason, her sister decided to book that same weekend with her boyfriend and come oh, down at that fucking couple's weekend. It was just like, it was so awkward because she was like, are you guys not coming out to eat? And I'm like, no. <laughs> We're there for three days. Didn't leave the room. Like, do you yeah, know what I mean? Just use it. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. 100%. Um, what, is it? I, I, what is it about hotel rooms? Well, there's no one watching. There's absolutely no one watching. No one can hear you. No neighbors. Nobody knows you. It's the an- anonymity of the, the whole thing. I think it's the anonymity absolutely. of it. Absolutely. I like, used to joke about how, like, even though you know you have a next-door neighbor, you don't know who they are, so you're almost kind of into it. It's like, you hear that, 312? <laughs> you hear that, motherfucker? Put the, put the stopwatch on, bitch. Yeah, yeah, been yeah. going for a long time. Yeah, whereas I've got Simon as a neighbor. So, like, do you know what I mean? Simon like, here. Simon, yeah. My neighbor, Simon. Like, I don't want oh, to wake Oh, him. Simon will keep <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want Simon yeah, giving yeah. you that look the Keep, next time you're at a show. He, yeah, yeah, and he's like four doors down. You don't want to be waking him up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's true, man, because like, yeah, your neighbours know everything that's going on, especially the street like this. Everyone knows what's going on, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's an anonymity to it. Yeah. And also there's like, I mean, I joke in the show about the changing of the sheets, but there is something nice about just like... Yeah. Like I, in my show, I do the joke about how like you know you get a hotel room that has two beds, so you're like, let's fuck in this one and sleep in that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the dirty one. <laughs> yeah, that's the dirty bed. And this is the this is the sleeping bed. Yeah, yeah. But there is something nice about you know, like for example, like I always find myself more inclined to walk around naked in a hotel room than I oh, would in my totally. own in my own bedroom. Yeah. Oh wow. 
Then, yeah, yeah. then in my own bedroom. That is weird. Yeah, yeah. But it's true. Me, me too. Like you just be walking around the nip. Yeah, it just if, feels. If you can. Yeah, it's just like. And I'm even this. Maybe this is dirty. People won't identify, but I'm like more inclined to have a shower after we fuck in a in a, in a hotel room. I mean, like immediately after. Yeah, because it's there. It's yeah. just there, and it's like tons of towels. Yeah, yeah. So there's just loads of everything's fun. clean, clean, clean. Everything so that feels nice. good. Yeah, yeah. Usually it's warmer. Yes. You're not paying for the heat, so yeah. you're not thinking like. Oh, is there anything better than having that shower being dry and then like having ordering that room service and then just being oh. in the nip? <laughs> yeah, like eating I, the goujons. I, I, you know, I wonder the the room service people like if they can still feel the oh, presence stop. of sex as they walk. I can't in. imagine some of the stuff that they've either walked into or heard knocking on doors or. Ugh. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. No, because I, 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 I always if I was a if I was a relationship counselor, I'd always be like, just take a weekend away, you know. Yeah, but I assume. You know, I assume uh, as much as affection and being there for each other, I think that the the effort has to be made to keep it fresh in the relationship. Definitely, you know? definitely. Now, I, I, I don't we, know, have we ever asked it, but would you ever just like, just to kind of like fast track being in the mood, have you ever been like, let's watch some porn or anything? You ever do anything? That like, happened recently, yeah. Oh, you did? And it wasn't my idea. And you're, and you're okay talking about it? I don't want, I don't want you to get in trouble at home. Uh, no, okay. tell her not to listen to this app. Yeah, don't, yeah. I wasn't on the podcast, basically. That's all happened. Yeah, don't tell <laughs> and, her. Uh, no, she didn't like it. But then it was like, yeah, well, it wasn't my idea. Oh, it was her idea. <laughs> yeah, it was oh, her that's idea. Fair enough. Her idea to do, it and then she didn't like it. But I had that enough. experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody like wanted to try, and then they yeah. were into it. That actually happened with a with a, an ex years ago as well, and the exact same thing happened. She wasn't into it. She was. We were watching. I was like, I don't know. What, I don't. Did you what watch lesbian porn? Uh, no. We yeah, I think you would have. It seems that women seem to. Well, really, my experience has been that they enjoy it more when it's lesbian. porn. Oh right, okay, interesting. Yeah, uh, I just didn't like it. But either way, it doesn't matter. Yeah, they yeah, have to like, like it. But she wanted to try, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, no, I have I'm to say, one of my less one of my less adventurous girlfriends many many years ago was definitely she was not that wild. She was mm. great, but she just wasn't that wild. And yeah. like, for example, like she wouldn't talk dirty with me on the phone and stuff. We had a long distance relationship. She hated that, mm. you know. So she wasn't that adventurous. But uh, what, you know, she had a curiosity to look at porn and. She didn't want to look at porn a lot, but when we did look at porn, it did make her horny. Mm, it did right. make her horny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think some women do enjoy it. Yeah, and so, so, yeah, it's, there's definitely some people who just don't. They like they don't. They feel guilty about watching it, or they, yeah. they want to but deny that's cool it that she suggested it and you tried it. Yeah, totally. I mean, I can't think. I, I I'm sure there's. I, I and you've never introduced like you've never said like let's try a toy out or anything. Uh, that has come up, but like, no, it hasn't oh, that been comes up. So you guys are pretty, you guys are pretty open, like in fairness. Oh, very open, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like she's very, like basically when we started going out, I remember her saying something along the lines of like, you know, she wouldn't talk about it, like I'm talking about it now. But she's like, what happens in the bedroom stays in the bedroom is kind of her, her. So her she thing. pissed off that you talk about this stuff? No, not really. She's not that. She's not that prudish, but she just doesn't like. She wouldn't like. It's not talk for everyday life. She understands yeah. that I'm a comedian. We talk. I'll talk yes, about yes. anything, literally. But like, I, I suppose which more, comes more up, from by her. the way. That, that sorry, that that is a theme later on for for listeners uh, that comes up with the with the Lindsay and Katie thing. And the more extreme example of her being very public about her sex life, Lindsay. Yeah. It is that sense of you know, is it okay? You know, how, how does her partner in her life deal with this sort mm. of the public aspect? Of yeah, it, you know? yeah. I mean, to be fair to my missus, like, uh, you know. I was making jokes about having abortions when I my daughter wasn't even one, like you know. So, 
<laughs> and she's like, it's a joke, you know. She's, oh, so right. she's so never she's cool like that. She's never like it's just I'm just saying stuff to make audiences laugh. Like, and she gets that. Yeah, you know? I know, but this isn't that. This is quite personal. But she's uh, yeah. okay with it. Yeah, but uh, it's healthy anyway because not only you know it. Yeah, it's like it, it's. It's like I remember her attitude was of like because she's like she's quite old school and she's very kind of look after your man type attitude, you know. Um, but she's uh, in the like she was basically she's like anything goes in the bedroom, you can do whatever the fuck you want, yeah, basically, you know. But once it's but you know, it's 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 not happening with anyone else, you know what I mean? Yeah, no yeah, yeah. Thought. Once it's mutual, once it's, also. once it's mutual, we're doing like it's like I don't give a shit, let's do whatever you want, kind of a thing, or and vice versa, kind of thing, you know. Yeah. So I think. I think there's there's definitely, and we probably will, the more the relationship goes on, it'll go, we will try all sorts of stuff. Yeah, definitely. We just yeah. haven't had the, the time, the 11 yeah, o'clock but you're just break. about to get into that. I think so, You're about yeah. to get into that window where she's away out of the house a little more. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah, and we don't see each other as much and blah, blah. So then when you do see each other, it's like, let's go. We do have to have a weekend away together. Like, man, we haven't... We went on a date there recently to a cinema or whatever like that, and it's just like, we don't know we don't know what to talk about, you know. So that's where we're at because we actually don't spend time together a lot at all. Hey, um, you know, our listenership is not bad. If there's any listeners out there that are involved in a hotel, own a hotel, oh yeah, or can give Steve uh, a little gift of a week, we'll give you the biggest promo ever. Wow, Steve needs a weekend away. That would be amazing. Even We've, just a night. Yeah, well, even a night. We've never been. Away. We've never been away. But together you can even, you know, game. sometimes it's it's handy to just do like a staycation, like like yeah, to just go like in Dublin. In Dublin. Yeah, 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 totally. Powers totally. Court. Yeah, yeah. Anybody from Powers Court listening? <laughs> Powers Court's a nice getaway because it's close, but yet you still feel so far away. You feel like you're like. But yeah, then in people the like the Dylan, I think, and you know, there's a few spots that you can go to, um, or you know, it's a fun thing to do if you can get tickets to a good show in the Three Arena, but book the hotel next the door. Gibson. The Gibson yeah. next door. Well, do you know what? Inez would love that hotel because we watched that show First Dates Ireland. Oh, it's shot in there. Yeah, yeah, it's shot in there. And she like, and every time she like, she's always giving up. Like, what is wrong with her teeth? Why is she talking like that? Blah blah. blah. And then the food comes. I'm like, oh my god, that looks amazing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys jump on each other with your clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> Go to bed. So anyway, we we better uh, we better introduce. Uh, so Lindsay Jennings is uh, a comic. Uh, she she gives all her stuff. But anyway, Katie and. Katie uh, had her on the pod to talk about her OnlyFans account, the fact that she sells, you know, various, uh, you know, loads of different sexual stuff on on Snapchat. Um, she she doesn't really use free cams, but uh, but but it's kind of like sort of like a cam thing. She has sex and and sells the videos. Uh, it's content though; it's sexual content that she sells online through these various websites. And uh, Katie and Lindsay have a very detailed chat about that. She's also, by the way, in the Suicide Girls, which is a kind of comedy burlesque troupe, which um, I, I didn't, didn't know they're comedic. Right. Okay. Well, I, yeah, I believe they are the Suicide right, okay, Girls, right. uh, or certainly there's a there's a comic aspect to it. Mm. They talk a lot about that. Uh, Lindsay's a member of that crew. Uh, they're about to go on tour. So uh, enough enough from us. Uh, this is uh, Lindsay and Katie. So tell us a bit about yourself, because I know you via, I guess, comedy. So you're a comedian, you're a suicide girl. I don't know what that is. We'll come to that later. And you have an OnlyFans account, which we heard briefly mentioned by a girl before. Uh, Des had interviewed a girl called Jess Brennan. And she does it, but she didn't talk a lot about it. So it'd be interesting to hear your t- take on it. And you sell sexy videos. Yeah. So basically, I guess OnlyFans, I don't know if is it, I actually don't know if it's only meant for like, 
uh, sex worker content, but I'm pretty sure that's mostly what's on there. But I feel like it's a similar website to like Patreon, you know, how it, like you can okay. have a pocket, but I don't know. It might only be for sex. I have no idea. Do you just put nudes on it or do you put sex on it? I guess you can put anything because I know girls who are like just dancers who just dance on there, but like obviously people are paying for it because they think they're sexy, but um, <clears throat> I just put nudes, but like I'll, I'll do like a tease on there. So like I have all these different like levels of ways I make money. Like I have a Patreon, but they are weird with sex workers too. And they've held my money before for no reason for like some, I don't know, made up reason. So I stopped fucking with Patreon so much. So then I only fans came out recently cause they have my free camps too, but that's like, where you go on and people watch you and then they can like tip you while you're like chilling. But I just, I don't know. I can't motivate myself to like be just ready all the time and do my makeup. Like I do my makeup like once a month. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I'll get ready once a month and then make a bunch of content and then just like be in my pajamas <laughs> selling that content, you know, That's for great. Like a month. But uh, yeah, so, so would you consider yourself a, a sex worker then? Yeah, like I never I never did before, but I guess by definition, I've learned in the past year that I am. <laughs> so like it's not like I'd be like, oh, I'm a sex worker. But I'm like, I guess I am because I sell my nudes. Uh, Suicide Girls is like a naked website. It's girls taking photos of other girls naked. So I'm naked on Suicide Girls, but that's like more like, you know, kind of like tasteful. I'm not like really showing much pussy or whatever so that's what suicide girls is they're girls who <clears throat> take pictures of each other nude yeah so it started as um i guess the the founder of suicide girls missy suicide she was inspired by betty page and betty page had a friend i forget her name right now but she was a photographer a female photographer so she was inspired by that and wanted to do like pinup shoots of women like women taking photos of women now they let guys do take pictures too but definitely more of their staff photographers are women which is cool so it's just like we just have like these shoot fests where it's just a bunch of hot naked girls all hanging out girls shooting girls everybody's freaking hot but um they call it suicide girls because it's supposed to be like social suicide it's like a quote from uh chuck palinuk book i think survivor and social suicide just means not conforming to okay you know, societal expectations of beauty. But you two are with them. So what do they go around doing? Um, so they have a burlesque tour. But you must feel so sexy. Like, is it, what does it make you feel getting up and doing burlesque? Yeah, I think that it goes back and forth because it's like you'll feel really good and powerful on stage. But then like a lot of the girls will struggle and I've struggled uh, with seeing photos of yourself because people just take the worst fucking photos of you. So it's just like the worst possible angle. You're moving. You got rolls all over the place and you're just like, I fucking hate myself. But I'm working on that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm super like, I don't know. I've learned about a lot about diet culture this year. So I'm super like anti diet culture, anti good fucking fat shaming and all that bullshit. Great. Yeah. But I definitely have come a long way because I used to be super in diet culture and just, you know, always like trying a new diet, keto and fucking paleo and all that bullshit. I will say this. I've been to a fair amount of uh, burlesque shows that have had me come on as a comedian a yeah. lot over the f- over the few years. Oh, that's New York. awesome. And one thing I noticed is that the majority of burlesque dancers were not skinny girls. Yeah. They're definitely. very like voluptuous and like gorgeous bodies. Yeah. So that's good that that's kind of promoted as well. Yeah. Like that they're co- showing like getting up, co- being comfortable and you're like, yeah. 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 And I think that's what's nice about it is that we're like trying to promote all different body types and we have all different types of girls, all different races, all different sizes. But um, we have one girl, she's our contortionist and she's like bigger than the other girls, but she has 
an amazing, like, beautiful body. But she'll, you know, feel some type of way because people will say crazy shit to her. Like, the like one girl came up to her after a show and was like, how do you even... Uh, she's like, it's amazing. How do you do that contortion? There are people your size who can't even walk. Like, can you imagine saying that to somebody? That's insane. Yeah, people are so fucking rude. People and they just, don't realize. They just don't even think, I think. Yeah, yeah. But... So that's so you do the you you still do the burlesque burlesque cheese I can't remember. So I don't I don't dance in the show anymore. I dance I danced and hosted in two thousand eight eighteen sorry two thousand eighteen and then last year is when I started doing like merch and assistant tour manager and I would open the show and I started by opening with is, like ten minutes and then is the show just in America or um no in? so we we do a U.S. tour a lot but we've done Canada we've done Europe I think we're doing Europe in the fall are you doing Ireland. I hope so. That'd be I would great. Love to, yes. Oh my so. god! I think people would really because I never saw burlesque in Ireland. It wasn't, and I've really? seen it so many fucking times now in New York. I need to go to Ireland, but it could be just that I wasn't, I it, you know wasn't in the right scene. Yeah, like, I don't, know? yeah, I don't know. I feel like I there's like probably burlesque. a small scene everywhere, but like not a big one. But I'm one eighth Irish, so I got to go to my roots. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a shamrock tattoo? No, <laughs> but I do find four leaf clovers all the time. Like oh, okay. I'm really good at finding four leaf clovers. Where are they? I don't know even know where they would be. Just in patches of clovers. Oh, like <laughs> any patch of clover, if you look long enough, you'll find a four leaf clover. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, okay, so when did you start doing that OnlyFans? What even made you think about doing that? What kind of... Um. Yes. Yeah, so I guess... Oh, yeah, wait, let me backtrack for two seconds because otherwise I'll lose my train of thought. But yeah, so I started doing 10 minutes, then I started doing oh, 15. Right. And then this last tour, I've been doing a half hour because they asked me, it was kind of good because they pushed me to make m- new material that I wouldn't have like worked as hard on if they didn't. So just it, comedy. This is great. Yeah. So they were they were like, oh, we want to see like a new a new set. And I was like, oh, my God, a new set. <laughs> like I've been working on my act for like three years. I don't know, <laughs> like panicking, you know. But so I like did a whole new 15 minutes and then they were like, they just said exactly what I'd want them to, which was like, oh, we want you to mix it with your old set. I was like, thank you. So I started doing a half hour. Yeah. So now I'll be opening. We're doing a Canada tour next month in April. Yeah. Um. So if you have any listeners in Canada, go to blackheartburlesque.com. <laughs> Quick plug for tickets. Um. That was, where was I? What were we talking about? The OnlyFans camp. Yeah. So... Only f- I started with Snapchat because all the g- suicide girls I knew were like oh. selling their Snapchat, which I still don't know if it's technically legal, <laughs> yeah. but they'll like sell a subscription to their Snapchat. And I did like a since I'm always like on and off touring, I don't have a re- like normal regular job. So I'm like, I have to make money somehow in between. And I don't want to get a normal regular job. And I used to do hair like full time. So yeah. I still do that on the side. But um a girl convinced me to do Snapchat. I did that. It was just like pocket money. And then one day, me and my boyfriend at the time, his mom was like trying to get us to go to sleep early because we had to wake up early for something. Um, and she gave us Ambien. But she's like so against like weed and any other drug, but she, she's like super pharmaceutical. So she gave us an Ambien. Neither one of us could fall asleep. So we stayed up and fucked on my Snapchat. <laughs> but I made like a thousand dollars that night. And I was like, oh, oh shit, God. I can make like a lot of money selling these videos. So I've made like a handful of videos with partners fucking and selling them. And I'll just like sell those over and over again. To- and do you give your partner some of the money like um one that you know i did <laughs> uh, you know as i asked that i in my I'll, in my head went oh actually i know because i remember him going that was the best 50 dollars i ever made <laughs> yeah i i only did that because i liked him you know sweetheart you gotta pay him <laughs> I, was like, I was like yeah i was like you got no money I'll, I'll hook you up i'll help you out but uh that was dumb i shouldn't have given him anything 
<laughs> no, he's a poor boy. And then I gave I gave my ex some too, a little bit, but only like a small percentage because I'm like, these are like my fans who are paying for it. Yes. And it's not like their faces in it. It's like a, I always do like a point of view. They're you just know, happy to be there as well, probably. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I started doing that. And then OnlyFans is just that it's like a new website that just came out where you can sell stuff like that. So it's kind of cool because you can send a message so you can like put a price tag on the message and to get the message, they have to unlock it. So it'll be like a hundred bucks. I'll send a video of like, you know, me having sex a hundred dollars and then they'll unlock it and pay for it, you know? Wow. But a lot of times I just get people to send me money on PayPal so I don't have to pay taxes on it. (laughs) That's amazing. That's like, like, like it's very interesting world because it's so far from anything I've ever... I, I, yeah, I didn't, never heard of OnlyFans until, I think, until Dress brought it up. And I knew you, but. I yeah, I think that website is really new, though, like just in the last year. Yeah. I think it just came out. And so obviously you like it. You kind of, so. Yeah. And that was another thing. I never, because I'm so fucking lazy to do anything, like anything that takes any kind of like tech, technical work. I just like can't do shit on the computer. I'm just dumb when it comes to that stuff and I just don't feel like it ever you know so my, it took my friend months of telling me no you have to get OnlyFans because you can cash out the money anytime you want whereas like Patreon you have to wait till the end of the month and then you get your money um but on OnlyFans it's like oh you can cash out like every it takes a few days to process and then you can just cash out whatever you have in there yeah okay so and the um so the the sex videos is on OnlyFans as well some of them, yeah, but I only I don't like just post them to the feed because it's kind of like a feed, like oh. how Instagram or anything is. So like I'll just like every day post nudes, and what's cool about it is that you could schedule them too. So I'll just schedule it a whole month ahead and then not think about it, then just post it to my Instagram story, like oh sign up for my fucking OnlyFans, which I got shadow banned for because Instagram hates sex workers. Oh really? Yeah, and if you tag OnlyFans in anything, they'll shadow ban you. I had to. What ch- does shadow ban mean? So. You know when you like type somebody's name into Instagram, like if I was like Katie Boyle, yeah. uh, and you would just come up before I yeah. typed your whole name. It, if you tried to type my name, it'd be like you'd have to type my full name spelled correctly in order oh to find gosh. me. Yeah, so it sucks because people who don't know how to spell my name, or like if I was at a show and I was like, oh, follow me. There's a few ways to spell Lindsay as well. Yeah. And wait, so let's come. Okay, so you're clearly very comfortable with doing all this. Did you ever feel kind of like worried or like what people's perception would be? Or yeah. when did it, how did, or was it just a slow kind of getting comfortable with it? Or when did you start to give no fucks? <laughs> I think I go back and forth. Like, I think I like never cared that much. And even when I was in high school, I also wanted to be a stripper. And I would tell my dad, I'd be like, I'm going to be a stripper when I turn 18, dad, because they make a lot of money. And he'd be like, well, they do make a lot of money. <laughs> like, not like telling me not to. But, uh, and then I think that I actually wanted to become a suicide girl when I was in high school too, because I just thought they were so cool. Um, I remember discovering them when I was like 15. So when I was 18 and I could do it, I took photos and I just didn't feel comfortable enough. So I didn't put them out. And I think like, uh, as lame as it is, getting more tattoos made me more comfortable with my naked body. Cause mm-hmm. I don't know if it just feels like you're showing less skin or something, but I definitely got more comfortable with my body, but I was just, I think like any girl, especially in not not just in america actually everywhere um i just felt like i was too fat which is fucking crazy because i look back and i was not fat at yeah, all you are you are not fat full stop but you know that's all it's 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 a it's a i hate i hate the the pressure with our bodies because i would never considered myself overweight ever not once in my life yeah 
And I just happened to go off dairy and beer because it makes me feel sick the past two years. Yeah. And the men are motherfucking comedians. To be like, come up to me and instead of just going, you look so good, full stop, thanks, great. I think it's my hair. I yeah. think it's my skin. Yeah. They always have to finish the sentence with, you lost so much weight. Yeah. And that's and fucking I, rude. It started giving me a complex because then I was like, was it this that I was eating? Was it this? Can right. I eat this? And I'm like, also, who cares? I, st- I didn't look. But don't say you look so great, you lost so much weight. And I did. I w- <laughs> Also, they don't know that it's not because of an unhealthy thing because you could have lost weight because you were depressed. depressed. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, actually, this one suicide girl gave me a good response to that because she lost weight, not on purpose recently. Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, oh, you lost, you lost weight. You look great. And she was like, wow, what a bad habit of yours to comment on people's weight. <laughs> like. Well, here's the thing. I have IBS, so a lot of the time I get sick as well. So a lot of it is probably like just that I'm, I'm very ill. <laughs> I'm like, just diarrhea. <laughs> Those condoms are coming right out. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's going to be following our OnlyFans. They're like, all these girls talk about is diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> I know all those all those guys who comment right on my picture can be like mm, maybe not anymore. No, but yeah, I think I yeah I was uncomfortable. I mean, like I'm still uncomfortable sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. And I go back and forth. And then like I am a hopeless romantic, and I'm definitely very jaded too. So like I think that I actually think for the first time in a long time I've actually had real hope that I could find somebody. Like I've always known. I know that I can find somebody who will accept me for who I am, who's not going to judge me because I have videos of me having sex on the internet or whatever. But at the same time, so many people will make you feel like people are going to judge you for that. I have the exact same feeling because I thought for a while because of this podcast. Really? I was like, oh, men probably won't want to date me because I'm so open about my yeah. dating and sex life on, you know, and they have to just trust that if they're with me, I, I won't say stuff about yeah. them. But you're asking for them to have a lot of trust and a lot of security and a yes. lot of... So already you're like, right, well, that's a small percent. Like, it is a small percentage. And I don't blame them because people who aren't in our world are like, why the fuck are you talking? Like, it's great yeah. to listen to, but they might not want to be involved or they might not want people at their office here and... Yeah, like, or want I'm you just, to write jokes about them and blah, blah. Yeah, like people that. are so insecure, though. That's because everybody's so insecure. And look, and again it's it's easy f- i don't i don't blame them in that way because some people are just private as well so i'm like right we have to meet someone who's a okay with all of this yeah okay with us being out there on you know in the public eye where yeah. people are going to throw themselves at you yeah. and especially for you you're being you're like a sex icon <laughs> oh, you, well you are <laughs> no. so they also have to be like very secure not jealous yeah. very trusting yeah so yeah that's hard you to know find. and i feel so. like and and i'm trying to not like um what is the what is it called i'm trying to not pigeonhole myself as this person but i feel like and it's true often i'm always treated as like the side chick or like the person who's like oh she's hot like i'll fuck her but like not wifey material you know? and i hate that I and hate i that. know i'm wifey material god damn it you are you're look you're whatever you <laughs> No, that's ridiculous but that's just that's the other thing it's like it's funny i was saying this to my friend the other day i want to be seen as sexy and i love that yeah like i love feeling sexy but at the same time i want to be seen as one of their friends yeah. and respected yeah and you're always bordering on that line yeah you're with your and it's hard friend. to feel like you're not respected yeah and when i first started doing comedy people fucking hated me and they were just like oh she's just a girl who's got instagram fa- followers already and thinks she can fucking come do comedy now but i'm like no actually i'm also funny you yeah. fucking asshole <laughs> um there was something i was gonna ask you there now and i'm actually losing my train of thought oh, oh yeah okay so are, were you raised in any sort of weird like not that it's weird you know because i was raised religious or kind of religious but not super religious but i we definitely have a catholic family vibe going on you know so um it's not super but my grandparents would be so there's that element of like you know 
Catholic shame, you know, yeah. and I definitely feel shame sometimes. But so you're doing this. Did you ever feel? Did you ever feel like shame, or did you ever like worry about what your parents? Do your parents know you do it? I'm after asking three questions there. So choose yeah. whichever one you'd like to answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, it's funny because when I was saying the thing about um, just people not being secure enough, even my mom said something recently. Well, like about how like well, you know, it's hard for people to be okay with what you do or something. And I'm like, yeah, but I refuse to believe that there's nobody out there for me who can accept me for who I am, whatever. But my mom definitely has catholic guilt she was raised catholic yeah but luckily because she saw how fucked up it was she would never have raised us catholic thank Mm god um she did like i got baptized and that was it you know i didn't do anything else past past baptism and now my mom is like super i'm not even anti-religion because i think that it can be good for some people but some yeah (laughs) like you know for good people who are just doing it because they want to be a good person and they're not like judging people for being gay and things like that but um my mom has had had three like big events in her life where she was like fuck the catholic church like but yeah my mom does is, your mom know though that you do the um the only fans she does she doesn't know that i'm like selling videos of me having sex but she knows but she that knows i'm naked that, on the internet yeah which is a huge thing for her to be able to be like especially coming out of any sort of yeah you know you know sort of that sort of background to be able to be like okay so she she must she's very that's very supportive yeah well she doesn't love it but she knows I'm making enough money to survive. So she's like, all right, well, and she knows that I love like, you know, doing comedy with suicide girls and, um, getting to tour is like my favorite thing. So she's proud of me for all that. And she actually came to a show and all, you know, I talk a lot about sex in my comedy and she thought it was funny, which was surprising. <laughs> what about your dad? Does dad, your dad know about the only fans count? He, I don't know what he knows and we just don't really talk about it. It's like, great. Yeah. Le- leave it in the unsaid. He knows that I'm a suicide girl and he knows that I'm like a model. Like he's seen me like when I've done like Patreon things and I like, I used to send out like prints, signed prints. He's seen the ones where I'm not naked and I just look hot, you know? And he's like, oh, and he's like, oh, I see why people are buying. <laughs> oh. But like he doesn't, I don't know how much he knows, but I think it's just kind of like we just leave it at that. He doesn't need to know. He doesn't want to yeah, know. Exactly. He's probably and not li- going on listening to the pods. Or yeah. Like, yeah. Like as long as I'm happy and he's not very tech savvy but um he hasn't seen my stand-up but he's watched i've shown him my roast battles and i used to always run my roast jokes by him and they would be really you know dirty or fucked up and he always thought they were funny and i told him my opener is a, a joke about having sex with my dad and i told him that and he thought it was funny so yeah no that's great that's great i love those that's that those type of relationships with parents i have like a similar relationship with my dad so yeah you need- but my mom uh she googled me years back when I, yeah, I think even before I did comedy just to see about suicide girls and she saw a picture of my boobs and was like oh my god so she's never googled me again after that <laughs> that's so funny yeah. you should be like mom you created these boobs <laughs> yeah I'm like you should be proud yeah and the other day I like I had to run in the shower at my parents house and uh I like forgot something and I was like don't look at me I, ra- I you know I ran out without my shirt on she's like oh my god I'm like you need to like stop being so not okay with the body yeah. like it's not that big of a deal no that's great I remember my dad kicking me out of the house when I was like five or six because I was too scared to go out in my swimming togs because I was afraid that the guys would be like or that people would judge me and he was like that was ridiculous so he like locked the door and like oh. made, made me go outside and play with my friends that's good it was so great so not like, a body shaming yeah, family so I grew up like uh, just being like oh a tip fell out that's fine oh my god <laughs> that's, that's good though but um um okay so wait suicide girls um only fan do you ever do like OnlyFans is so so that uh, when you're doing your sex videos is it just you and a different guy or do you like ma- do masturbation videos? I have done masturbation videos. I've never done like 
Like, I feel like my friends do them way more legit and I'll just be like on Snapchat, like diddling for a minute. (laughs) Like, and I don't, I don't know. It's hard for me to come. And when I do come, it's not like attractive. Like I'm like on my stomach, like playing with my face in the pillow, you know? So like, that's a video I'd like to see. (laughs) I'll pay $10 for that. (laughs) So yeah, I make, I've made like some videos, but not, not much, but I want to make more. I don't know. I have a, I've recently bought a bunch of new toys and I've been meaning to make a video. Nice. I'm a big make money, you know? toy fan now just you because are. the podcast. I'd never done, I'd never used one before. So I only used it for the podcast, but now it's like, oh, it's like my best friend. Yeah, because I, I don't have as, like I like to use them sometimes, but I finally got, because I did um Remy Casimir's podcast. Yeah. How come? Nice. She's been on this. Oh, nice. Yeah, I love her. And she told me about, because she was all crazy about the womanizer and then the whatever, there's all different versions of it, like the satisfier and yeah uh pull, pull, what is it plus one i think is the one that i got i don't know i asked her which one to get she told me which one to get i got that air pulse technology thing do you have one of those no i do i have this other thing that i got from a sex shop in ireland but it's just a it's a sleek black thing that i just press against my clitoris and <laughs> i'm like whole new levels of pleasure yeah like, out of this world i think that my clit is too small <laughs> well this is so this is funny I've learned that where I get my pleasure isn't exactly where the clit is. It's above the clit. So if I'm having sex with a guy, I really need to do this stuff because if I press in above it, like it's nearly like, like it's so, it's so funny. Like it's so interesting to me that I'm like, oh, that's not even, but it's like pressing in on whatever's in there. Yeah. Like I have, I definitely have like, I think a G spot because I recently just learned that there's different types of orgasms. I didn't even know that. Like there's clitoral orgasms, there's G spot orgasms, another one that I don't remember and cervical orgasms which are supposed to be like the craziest like deep in there so oh Jesus and there's arse orgasms I like the yeah so I think that my like I've I think I've done I've had clitoral orgasms and those are like the like like because when I'm I barely come with a partner like I can't and I've I have before but it's like I think I'm just so in my head. And then somebody said to me that it might be like a power thing. Like I don't want to give them that power above me or something, especially if I don't like them. Cause I've mostly only came with guys that I actually liked yeah. and only a handful of times. And it's usually when I'm doing the work, like you said, like I'm like having to find the pressure point, but I only think it's like my G spot, yeah. which is like on the, on the oh. inner wall, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like between my clit and my belly button, <laughs> but inside, you know, but it's like a weird, like, I don't like have to put my hand in there, but it's like a lot of pressure on a certain spot. Um, but yeah, so I think that I've had clitoral orgasms with guys, but mostly when I masturbate, it's like G spot orgasms. Wait, so if you're having sex with these guys, cause I, you have a lot, you have a fair amount of sex, right? Well, I'm on a three month dry spell right now, but I go through phases. I'll like sport fuck for a week. I love sport fucking where I'm like, I'm going to fuck a different guy every night this week. Okay, but (laughs) if you're not orgasming, why? What's the what's the pleasure for you? I think that I just enjoy sex even when I'm not orgasming. You know, like I love penetration. Like I love dick. Like I love. Really? Yeah. I like sucking dick. Sucking dick. Uh (laughs) I don't like sucking dick to fruition, though. Like I'm not like trying to suck dick till you come. Like I'm like trying to suck your dick because it's hot. And then I want you to put your wet dick in my pussy. You know what I mean? Wow. (laughs) Okay. I just for me, the I 
was feeling a lot of like I'd had, had a few one night stands when I was younger after breaking up with a long term relationship and, and it's I, not worth it I felt like depressed I mean I, I've it, had that too. but it was just because I need I need to come and then I feel satisfied and I feel like yeah. it was worth it which I actually can't come unless it's with someone I know a little bit and yeah. I'm comfortable with so similar thing yeah. so that's why I don't really bother with the casual sex just because for me it just feels like I've put an effort and it's it's like an anticlimax so I'm that's why I'm wondering where you get your you know what it is? What? I've realized this and I forgot, but I remember now. <laughs> I'm a collector, I think. Oh. Like I like the like I like new like having a new person to fuck and being like like I was telling you about a crush I have before this podcast. Like I just will get fixated on one person and it may, might be for months and I'll be like whoever it is, I'm going to fuck them and I need it I need that to happen. So I'll fixate on that for a while, then I fuck them and then it's over and then either I don't like them, they don't like me or it's just whatever or it wasn't that good or yeah. you know what I mean or I just romanticize in my head about somebody for a long time and then I fuck them and then I'm like all right, got that one down. Next who's next? And so, it, and it's probably as well like feeling sexy and feeling attracted and wanted. Yeah, I think so. I think I just want male attention, and really, I just really want to be in love, and I don't have that, so I'll take anything I can get. Yeah, <laughs> That's you'll, so you'll, sad. you'll fall in love. We all will. Everyone will fall in love, but it's a lot like you saying that you can't orgasm when you're not when you're not into them. That's really interesting. Yeah, and I think your friend is probably right that it is about releasing control because yeah. it's a huge vulnerable. It's very it's very vulnerable. Yeah, and I, I think I'm very mentally. Um, I have walls up. Yeah, so that's walls. Well, no, that's it's just like it's very self-aware. Yeah, it's good to know. That's good. I just, <laughs> it's interesting for me because I've always wondered why my friends would have were like because I, once I had a couple of one stands and I wasn't getting anything from it, and I didn't know. I didn't know that I just wasn't orgasm. I just thought, yeah, I just was like it's not for me. Yeah, and then when I did, eventually, I was like, it's for me. <laughs> I thought I was never gonna orgasm for a long time too. I was like what the fuck but i knew that i could when i because i've been masturbating since i was really little like how old were you when you first started masturbating like three and oh i remember getting yelled at for like touching myself and i've heard like people child care people say now like you should never yell at a kid for touching them because then they're gonna grow shame around yeah. it just like i just ignore it or act like it's normal or whatever obviously if they whip their dick out probably that'd be a <laughs> but yeah like i and i remember specifically like i remember like I would like touch myself under a blanket like while my family's around like in the living room or something and like whatever or my mom would I remember laying down on on my stomach how I still masturbate with my hand on my vagina my mom being like don't do that and me being like I'm holding my pee in <laughs> and then I remember like specifically singing a Christ- I was like in fourth grade singing a Christina Aguilera song and like dancing you know in my living room for my mom and I like touched my crotch like you know like the fucking stars do and my mom was like don't do that so I definitely was ashamed about it yeah yeah and that's look as well they, they're just like trying to protect you as well yeah, yeah. they don't realize they don't yeah so it's like it's a hard situation as a as a parent to be in as yeah. well. I can't imagine. But um, so why? So you from three the whole way up? Like there wasn't like a, a gap, and then fourteen you were like, "Hey, what's this?" No, I totally <laughs> was masturbating hard. Like I, I love this. maybe I, maybe I wasn't orgasming when I was little. It just like felt good. But I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before. So listeners, sorry if I have. But I have a because me- I specifically wasn't masturbating i tried to like put my finger to myself once and was like oh really and it was way like i think it was like uh, like after i came over to america that i started doing it um then? oh god like it I, I honestly i can't remember exactly i'd love to take my memory out and go through it like a book but it was 26 oh, 25 okay. or maybe maybe before 
I honestly think it was coming over to America. I can't remember now. I ne- I nearly need to listen back to the podcast because I remember talking about it. But fuck, I can't. Anyway, I go to town every night. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's only a couple of years. So like I first properly was or oh uh, you kn- well anyway, wait. So when I was younger, I remember itching myself down there and it feeling really good. <laughs> but I and I never knew about clitoris orgasms yeah up until i was in my 20s like until like maybe like guys when i start getting eaten out the first time yeah yeah i can come when i get eaten out sometimes but it yeah. takes so long yeah somebody had a roast joke about me it was like uh Lindsay's pussy's so big if you could eat the whole thing you get a free t-shirt <laughs> jesus <laughs> and my boyfriend at the time w- w- laughed so hard and he was like i can relate oh, <laughs> you fucking asshole. um but I remember watching the scribbly porn, you know, like it was like when uh, there was like, you know, basic cable had like channel 69 or whatever. It was like the Playboy channel that you had to pay extra for. But if you like went to it, you could watch like wrestling and porn because it was like pay-per-view, but it would come in scribbly. So I'd watch like... What does scribbly mean? Like blocked you know, like out? like a, a white, white and gray, like fuzzy screen. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um... So I definitely watched scribbly porn and masturbated when I was really young to that. I also had, me and my friends used to pretend to be strippers. I remember pretending to be a stripper in my friend's basement because they had the poles in the basement. And she just had a jar of change. So we would just throw change at each other and be like covered in bruises like Canadian strippers. Can I swing back for a second? Just ask you a question. So you said you're looking for love. I'm looking for love. But you also (laughs) like to sport fuck. Well, yeah, I go through phases. So do you think like at any point like let's say you met a guy that you really liked and you've met him would you still have sex with him on the first night or would you go do you know what i don't know i hate that that's a thing though don't you like should don't you think that if if you should like if you're gonna be with somebody it shouldn't matter if you had sex on the first night i agree with you but i know i can't do it you can't if i like them because i'm just so afraid i'll get feelings if the sex is good and then i'll be hurt yeah so i i give it a good but then i think like I think like, well, what if this is it? So I just want to fuck them tonight because what I if I don't see them again? Look, I think you're right. I think you're right. But I, well, I also think knowing what you're capable of because, because I'm, because like, let's say you say you'll only come if you really like them and you, then you come and you really like them and then you never see them again. Would yeah. you not be like a little heartbroken? Oh yeah. It's so depressing. Oh God. <laughs> so I feel like if they're, if they're willing to wait around a few dates and I've gotten to know them a bit more, yeah, then I'll be more comfortable and then I kind of know what I want out of it. Cause I might hang around a few dates and then, cause sometimes you, meet, you hang out with someone the first night and you're like, this is the love of my life. And then the second night you're like, God, this guy's fucking dud. Totally. Totally. You, you, think you know, you need you like to, them. you need to give so it So would you then not have sex with them if you were like, Oh, I don't like him or would no, you? No, I would still, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the the last guy I had sex with, I knew I wasn't gonna like him, but I really wanted to have sex, and yeah. I'd invested four dates, so I was like, "Yeah, wow. this is great for me. This is perfect. I'll have sex." And now, in hindsight, he was hurt that I said I didn't want to see him afterwards. Mm-hmm. But it's always one or the other. <laughs> Somebody or someone's hurting you. I because I do remember. Um, I've only had three serious boyfriends, one high school one, one college one, and one comedy one. (laughs) And my high school boyfriend, I totally had a different boyfriend. He's dead now. Um, (laughs) Both named Anthony. Um, And I cheated on Anthony with Anthony. And that's how I ended up with the other boyfriend. And so we hooked up on the first night, me and my high school boyfriend anthony who i ended up staying with for like two years but he he cheated i think i'm really fucked up too jada because i've been cheated on so much but you said you cheated we just did an episode it'll come out today did I, say I cheated yeah when you just said you cheat on anthony with another anthony yeah you're right 
my god, I'm so fucking stupid. But is that is, okay? Is that, that okay? Not, uh, what? Is, is that okay to talk about or do you want me to? No, yeah, no, it's fine. But it wasn't serious with the first Anthony. You know what I mean? But it, just because we did an episode, it'll come out today. So by the time people listen to this, they'll have listened to it. But basically, we asked people about cheating and if they've cheated or if they've been cheating on. But it was all majority girls writing in to talk about their boyfriend's cheating. So it's interesting to get a perspective from a woman who's cheated. cheated. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'll tell you. And also, if you were young, it's just a fucking young thing. Yeah, I was 15. Ah, uh, here, that doesn't even count. I know. It doesn't count as cheating if it's under 21. Yeah, like, it was weird because the guy, the first Anthony, um, he, like, asked me out. We were, Okay, first of all, we dated when we were, like, 13. And he asked me out. And I said no at first. I don't know why. And then I want... But really, I wanted to date him. So then I, I called him back and was like, oh... Uh, I thought about what you asked and then he was like oh I am dating my it was like literally one day and he was like I'm dating my ex-girlfriend Julia again who I ended up becoming good friends with for a while and uh it was a whole weird thing but then me and him ended up dating like two years later but I think I was gonna break up with him anyway and then I didn't um and then I ended up hanging out with the other Anthony and he like ate me out that night we didn't have sex (laughs) but he ate me out that's great and that was great man (laughs) I think that was probably the first time I ever got eaten out and he did it for like two hours yeah and then that's how I ended up did he get a free (laughs) t-shirt yeah yeah (laughs) and that's how I ended up with him and then but then I didn't cheat well then I did cheat on him I peck kissed one person which was like high school shit yeah and then he used that as an excuse to like fuck everyone and like yeah. fuck four people while we were, we were together and then he'd be he would say this to me he'd be like yeah animals fuck only humans kiss and I'm like but you kissed the girls that you fucked you yeah. fucking asshole oh, no, fuck off that's so annoying and then his sister fought me over it and I'm like you sh- you're a woman you should be on my fucking side he fucked everybody like I literally peck kissed a guy yeah. and well, then I also made out with his best friend, but after I found out that he fucked everyone. So there was that. That was like a uh, spiteful. Well, that's just young. Most people have those young love that was dramas. Young. The first love is always fucking Shakespearean. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, I have a good one too. There's, um, uh, so then, okay. So then my high school boyfriend, that was my high school boyfriend, college boyfriend. I wanted to be with him, but he was so abusive. Um, and I didn't cheat on him, but I hooked up with his ex-girlfriend <laughs> Went while we were broken up, and then that's we got amazing. <laughs> yeah, it oh my was, god, it's totally psychotic. But I kind of love it though. Like that's very. Yeah, I just was being spiteful, obviously. Yeah, but it's amazing that you both were into girls as well. Yeah, it worked out quite well for both of us. Oh yeah, she manipul- She totally manipulated me too, but I was down for it, so it's yeah. whatever. So I did that. Um, and but I never cheated on him, but he thought I did, and just would accuse me all the time. But he was physically and mentally abusive then my third boyfriend he never wanted to commit to a relationship so i was just like fine like i can be okay with being in an open relationship with you i just don't really want to know about like what's going on but then he was just fucking everybody so then it was like i was fucking other people because i knew he was fucking other people and then it started being like a game and i'd be like okay well i'm gonna fuck this person i like he uh, I'm not saying names, but somebody's special came on Netflix who had been trying to fuck me. And he was like, oh, didn't you guys make out? And we had made out. And I was like, yeah. And then I went and fucked him that week because I was like, oh, you're jealous about that? I'm going to go fuck him now. Not to mention I had a crush on him since I was like five. <laughs> so th- this is kind of the, this is like a story of an open relationship that is actually unsuccessful. Very unsuccessful. And very unhealthy. He's having a baby now with somebody. I feel so bad for that girl. Oh my God. Well, you've given me a bleak uh, and I'm not looking forward to my day tonight 
I'm going to be like, do you have a girlfriend? Are you a cheater? Do you like monogamy? Do you, you eat pussy? Do you want a t-shirt? <laughs> do you think that uh, you want to be monogamous or using? Me, I'm a monogamo. Yeah. I'm, a, a mono- I'm a monogamo. <laughs> I'm a monogamous lady. Yeah, for sure. So for sure. I need it because I don't like feeling uh, jealousy. And I generally am a jealous person, not in my career, not in the only time it, I could even think of it coming up as if they were seeing someone who was like a little hotter, a little cooler. And I just, I'm just not, I don't, I just want them to be with me. And I like, yeah. I like the companionship. I like now saying that I haven't lasted very long in any relationship in a long time, but ideally that's what I want. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah, I think that's what I want. I think ideally... I want a monogamous relationship that like maybe when we're like old and bored, then we go to a sex club or start doing stuff like that when we get old and we feel really comfortable with each other. But I think ideally I want to be monogamous too and want to be with somebody who just is obsessed with me. I want somebody to adore me and I want to adore them. I I want like... um them to really listen to me and I feel a lot of times the guys don't listen to me so like little things like you know um I don't know like if I say like a fucking a favorite sweet that I like and then for them to turn up with like yes yes. like thoughtful just little things like I don't need them to fucking buy me dinners I don't need them to and just trust in and just have my back like if I want to bitch about someone at work but you know, I don't want anyone to, like, I generally don't bitch about people because I'm so scared that it'll get back. But so really? I call my, oh, I'll call my dad, I call <laughs> I my dad and be like, or the girls back home, like I have the WhatsApp yeah, group and they, I'm I like, definitely. and I'm like fucking Molly and they don't know who Molly is, but they're like, yeah, fuck Molly. Yeah, I can play. You know, when you would love that as well, or, you know, sometimes you come home and comedy so ha- the best, it's amazing, but you've just worked all day. You've just done comedy. You're just in a podcast and you come home and it'd be just so nice to have someone just to fucking relax and watch a movie with and just yeah. be like just who just actually adores you and loves you and i just think that's great and you will get it and i will get it because yes. i have to i have to stay positive we and like deserve the, thing, it. the thing is you should still always do your suicide you will find someone who is who is accepting of that yeah. so don't worry about that i hate that i'll get it's so like um just ingrained in our culture though to feel guilt about things like mm-hmm. that because when i like even like i have a crush on this person i was telling you about earlier and it's like even part of me is like oh, I don't know if I want to post my OnlyFans on my story because what if he's going to judge me for it and then mm-hmm. I was like okay get out of your fucking head bitch fuck it because this is how you make money and he can suck my fucking dick I know I was the same thing because with my crush now as well I was like oh is he reading my Instagram as girl who's DTF or yeah. what and you, know, you start to second guess yourself that. and it's like how am I portraying my- I want him to know that I'm like a and you're like also we like, shouldn't oh. be worrying about how we're portraying ourselves so, we should just be ourselves absolutely um the suicide girl stuff is really interesting like I'd love to I would love to go see so let's just to get this right for and for when it does come to Ireland it's you open up with your comedy yeah and then a girl comes on and does burlesque um there's six dancers usually so we'll have like I'll do my comedy then we have a host and then we'll have like hosting bits we'll bring the audience members up so it'll be like me I'll do a half hour then the ho- then uh they'll open with a number and then the host will come out and then they'll do like four more numbers and then what's the host numbers will come out. mean um, like a dance. So like sexy dances, right? Sexy burlesque yeah, dances. But ours is super, it's not like, t- uh, it's not like traditional burlesque, you know, where they're wearing those like beautiful gemmed outfits yeah. and heels and stuff. Ours is more like nerdy burlesque. So it'd Born. be like Star Wars theme or like Rick and Morty theme. <gasps> this and is great. Like Actually, your old roommate came to our show two years ago in New York. <laughs> yeah, I think that's where he met you, right? 
No, no. Oh, no. He came like way after we. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. And <laughs> my old roommate with his big cock, apparently. Very <laughs> oh, wait, nice. actually, you shouldn't. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I just heard someone else talk about it on a podcast, and I was like, You did? I was like, Well done, friend. Well done. Oh, my God. I don't <laughs> Not that it matters. I need to know. It doesn't matter any size, but <laughs> it's just, it was a funny thing where he was like, Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, on, he was on a podcast talking about it? No, or? well, he was on, and this person said it to him, was like, Heard people saying and he was like wow okay thanks yeah good getting around yeah yeah so, so anyway but like you know yeah, not that it matters size doesn't matter i got in trouble for that i got me. in trouble for, so don't do it I go why <laughs> you got in trouble for shaming well i it's funny cause no I, I didn't shame i just we had it me and another listener had a, a conversation about whether <laughs> size mattered and she was saying it does to her and i was saying i'm a click girl so i I, generally i think if they can work the clip we're fine yeah so but then someone asked said to des do you not think it was bad that it's kind of like body shaming men yeah. and we don't shame women you know right. anymore so i was like oh well fuck. i have re- <laughs> now that i'm like super anti because i have a lot of jokes about small like making fun of small dick dudes so i've recently like been editing my okay. well yeah because i'm like now that i'm like i read this book uh it's called anti-diet by christy harrison it's like literally yeah. changed my life so if, and she also has a podcast called food psych and i don't know this woman or anything i just think she's amazing so i'm like telling everybody about it but um it just opened my eyes and just so inclusive and just you know stop judging people for anything but I think that, uh, so now I'm like trying to edit my jokes about it. Like I want to keep my small dick jokes. Cause I'm also like women get made fun of so much. Like you guys can handle it. But at the end of it, I'm like, all right, well, like it's not about size. It's just about like the depth of my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I have a tall vagina, so I need a big dick. Like there's, I'm like small locks, like big locks need big keys and small yeah. locks need little keys. There's plenty of small locks out there, but I think I have probably the smaller vagina. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my vagina is tight. It's tight and no, resilient. I, but don't, it, I, don't, but I don't mean <laughs> tight, but I feel like it's not long, okay? It's no, definitely I not long. I, I don't deep pussy. Yeah, I don't, need, I don't need no long dick man coming near me. <laughs> Get away. Yeah, I don't like them too. I prefer girth to length. But I, I like a girthy, lengthy. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. <laughs> no shame, though. Hashtag no shame. Yes. Um, <laughs> everybody's amazing. Don't come after me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so to end Suicide Girls, what else? There is something, because I'm trying to paint a picture here. Um, so the girls come out and they do the dances. And that's so that's it, really. That's the show. That's amazing. It's probably going to come to Ireland. You should definitely go see it. Fucking uh, yeah. Superman, you said. No, what did you say? Star Wars. Where am I going with Superman? Star Wars. Yeah, but Star we, Wars. we do do like some Marvel comics too. There's That's like a new Spider Man cool. dance. Yeah, that is fucking good. Yeah, it's and really the fact fun. That it's mixed with comedy. I love that. And it's yeah. pro women and pro, you know, doing your fucking thing. Yes. Um, God, I'd love to be able to have the confidence to sexy dance. Do a few <laughs> drinks of me though. I'm on yes. a bar fucking shaking my arse. Take a pole dancing class or something. It's I think I might take a pole fun. dancing. Yeah. I live my childhood dream. Yes. <laughs> Demi Moore promote yourself okay so i am going on tour with suicide girls we're actually going up the west coast of the u.s and then we're crossing over all of canada and down um the east coast a little bit so get tickets on blackheartbrilless.com follow me at Lindsay jennings with a z on instagram l-i-n-d-s-e-y j-e-n-n-i-n-g-z in case i'm shadow banned still 
um, Twitter, Facebook, all that jazz. And say the blacklist thing again. What's it called? Uh, blackheartburlesque.com. Oh, blackheartburlesque. Honestly, I thought you were saying blacklist.com. And I was like, <laughs> that doesn't sound right. So um, blackheartburlesque. Uh, we do have listeners in San Francisco. Are you going to be there? Yeah. Uh, no, fuck. I don't uh, know, no, actually. Mind. Maybe. Um, we do go there. And but then you'll probably go to Europe. somewhere up we're going up the coast. Like we're hitting cities that we don't normally hit. So I know we're doing like Tacoma. I know we're doing Sacramento. I'm not sure about. Because I get the ra- random odd message from it that way. So yeah. So yeah, no, that's great. Thank you so much. I'm fucking sweating. Yeah, so, thank you. We're in Des's apartment, and it's absolutely roasting. What the <laughs> fuck, Des? Jesus. <laughs> okay. Uh, love you all, and uh, yeah, talk to you next week. Bye. So there you go, Steve. That was. Uh Lindsay and Katie. I mean, we're performers, but how would you feel about, you know, how would you feel about like putting your body out there? I mean, do you know what? If like I, I, I mean, I wouldn't because of my body. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, you know, they, there's the a thing. lot of body shaming on the app. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And, and in fairness to, you know, burlesque performers in general that I've seen and the Suicide Girls, like none of them are like you know super. You know, they've all they're super sexy, but like yes. I I guarantee you that all of them spent time not believing in their bodies. Yes, yeah, yeah. And yeah. yet now they just embrace it. They put it out there, and there's a sexiness in their comfortability with who they are. And it's funny that your first reaction, and to be honest, it would be my first reaction too, would be, I don't want people to see my body. Yeah, no, no. But like, no. By the way, I'm not dying to do it either. And I would <laughs> net like, I would always, I would be like, if I got a really good part in a play or something, particularly when I was younger, when I thought I might be an actor. And it was like, you know, at the end, you got to get your dick out. I would be very paranoid about that. Yeah, yeah. And I would be like thinking about the dirtiest shit ever as it was coming up to that scene so yeah, that yeah. at least I was on a semi. <laughs> <laughs> get the, just the, the right yeah, amount of blood flow like, going how can I get? How can I get like, you know, just a semi? Just yeah, a semi yeah, so nobody yeah. could accuse me of... I've seen that in theater and it's just always awkward because no one's thinking of anything else. It's like, really? Yeah, everyone's just looking at your dick. This. Yeah. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I've just seen it's like no one's listening. So to you've word never been saying. in that situation. I've never had to. Uh, thank God, in acting, I've never had to take. I don't think I've had to take my top off or anything. Um, I've just I had to do a kiss once, but even that was awkward because it's just like you've never met this person before, and you yeah. have to go straight in and do yes. that. And you don't know, like, is it how full on are we going here? You know, you don't know how to measure that stuff. But no, I've never had to get uh, in the nip or anything like that. Ah, sorry, I did for uh, for an ad actually. I don't know if they even if they even um, broadcast this one, but I did the ads for the funny ads for the National Dairy Council. Yes, and there was one of me basically sitting in a jacuzzi and with cucumbers over my eyes and all that kind of stuff, and I'm in there with a big tub of yogurt as well as my lover. That was the whole joke of the whole series of ads. But yeah, getting into so, but they did cover it in a way so that you're just seeing from my arms up. I'm yeah, sitting in loads. Well, of I look studs. great from sort of like halfway above my belly button to to my chest. If you take me from that line, I'm fucking ripped. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just, I, I like avoiding that spare tire. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what was thing, great about Dance killer. with the Stars, you know. They used to put that cummerbund over your thing. Oh, so really? One, one thing, I just had a waistcoat on, I was doing the Paso Doble. So I was like, cover my spare tire. So I'm like, I fucking look ripped, you know. Yeah, yeah. I show everybody that photo. I'm like, Most, yeah. Mo, we need to be, yeah, more of us need to be wearing those things, I think. More of the lads. More for our confidence. If Bridget Jones can do it, why can't we? Yeah, we got to get the dad bod, uh, dad dad bod, bod love going. Uh, but anyway, yeah. uh but I do. I, I, by the way, I've had my top off many times, but I've never. Uh, fuck, I I would really be having issues with like having my dick out. Oh, totally. You know, and I'd be just really worried about people making judgments about my course, dick and all that. You course. know, it's just like yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I've fair play to my. They obviously go into. 
the Suicide Girls definitely go into a different mode in their heads. You Are know, you familiar with them? Yeah, I've just I, I wasn't. before I was in a relationship. Um, I've yeah, I've just followed a few of those types. Of oh, girls, you have online? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. You're more familiar with it than I was. Yeah, just well, just their their photos and stuff, and kind of like. Uh, and do you find that stuff sexy? That sort of old school, you know, Betty Page kind of some of them burlesque yeah, like, type sexiness. Yeah, I find it sexy. Yeah, yeah, I do find it sexy. Yeah, 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 yeah. very sexy, but. Um, yeah, it's just like a sexy thing that I that I've like uh, followed on Instagram, and I always like the curve your lady and stuff oh, like that's that. Great, and yeah, now yeah. You can follow Lindsay. Yeah, hi Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> well, she'll probably li- she'll listen to the app, so now yeah, she's yeah, going to know true, about you, true. and now she's going to hear that and yeah, be like, yeah, "What a yeah. creep!" <laughs> <laughs> what a creep! He's got a kid as well. <laughs> yeah, but I think she'll be very happy with your first with your with your opening fifteen. You know, yes, yeah. <laughs> Came across as very evolved as a man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting. I mean, I have absolutely no... I mean, listen, first first and foremost, can I just say that I was frustrated that I wasn't there? Mm. Uh, and uh, this is this is no disappointment to the questions that Katie asked, <laughs> but I had a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a lot As of questions. As a man, que- you got a lot of I questions. I know, but I had a lot of questions yeah. about how much thought goes into the, the, the scenes that you're going to do, yes. or is it random... Yeah. Uh, you know, do you, you know, how, I, I just was curious how many actual physical sex scenes that she did, how much money she makes. Um, you know, I wanted to know like what's, what's popular, you yeah. know, and do you, do you cater for fetishes? I just had, I just had, I had some questions. I find these women so interesting because I think they come across, certainly to me, they come across as so powerful. To yes, me. they're so in control because they're so like they're so sexy and gorgeous, and they're using it, and they're going, "You like this, boys? Here you go," kind of thing. It's like it's so powerful. I know, and it's always this 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 problem that I have with the arguments about sex workers. Now I know there's various different types of sex workers, and in fairness, what Lindsay's talking about to me it just seems a hundred percent empowering all the time, in my opinion. Mm. But I've always felt that even the stuff that's considered less positive for women, like certain types of prostitution, I've always thought that. They have the power, mm. but but, and 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 maybe that's an ignorance on my behalf. But it's I, co- it's co- it's complicated because there's well, I get there's it. So many traf- different uh, yeah, the scenarios. trafficking part. Yes, of course. You know, yeah. but 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 I, I you know, and obviously there's a huge divide in the sex work. In sorry, particularly like within feminism or certain in terms of people concerned about women's rights. There's a divide between people who think sex work is positive and people who yes, think yeah, yeah. that it's negative, right? But just from the point of view of what we're talking about now. I, it's hard for me to not see that there are, are certain aspects of it that are empowering, mm. which is men are willing to pay to see me express myself sexually, and I'm comfortable selling it. What, like, what's wrong with that? I don't. And I don't I'm get in control. it. And, and, and I'm in control. Total control. So I, 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 I just. And there's and there's loads of women. There's like I watched Vice did some great documentaries on like feminist sex workers, and they were brilliant to watch because they're like totally like uh, yeah I'm I'm a feminist and this is what I do and this is like I love doing it I love my job I make good money I'm in control I'm the boss kind of thing and it's just like well that's it's hard to argue with that isn't it Yeah and Lindsay's also comfortable with the fact that she's pretty loose in terms of uh, you know she likes having a lot of sexual partners uh, as she said in the podcast she's she she discovered that she's a collector. She, she what likes, is that? She likes multiple partners. You know, like she likes she likes the thing of oh, uh, trying a bit of trying everything. something new. Yeah, right. a, a, like you know, a fresh an a fresh, Irish Argentinian, a fresh body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a, <laughs> a new toy, a New Yorker you know? with silver hair. Yeah, and, yeah. and and I always think in all these discussions around stuff like that that if you're having if you're having consensual sex with somebody who's comfortable with that arrangement, mm. then I don't get what's wrong with that. Mm. You know, yeah. so so I I think there's loads of elements that are empowering. I obviously I do think that. One of the problems uh, 
is that certain people are very attracted to the money without uh, 100% being aware of the consequences. Now, you yes. can tell from listening to Lindsay that she's always been comfortable yes. with it. And her family are somewhat comfortable with it. So she hasn't had a lot of baggage in relation to it other than she finds it hard to have relationships because guys can be funny about accepting it. But I do feel that the trap can be that the money is so appealing that people do things without realizing the consequences, which of course there's going to be societal judgment. You're going to come up on Google searches and you have to be aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. And whatever, like the, the, uh, Netflix did a documentary recently on life after porn. And- I saw that, which was very boring. It was disappointing. Yeah, it wasn't in that great, I considering loved, what they could have covered. Yeah. I loved the subject matter, but I yeah. thought they did a terrible job. Yeah. But even at that, even that question alone is just kind of like, oh yeah, what are the consequences like and of, of doing these things and are people, when they're getting into the work, are they fully aware of it? So yeah, you don't know. 10 years time, 15 years time, you might have kids. <laughs> yeah, but oh, I, I feel like when you're in the entertainment world like Lindsay is, she's in that crossover place of it doesn't matter because the more popular I get with my with my sex work, the more it feeds into yeah. the fact that I, I, I I'm I'm performing, uh, you know, I'm performing in in the in the world of sexual entertainment yes, anyway, yeah. and and. And, and that's I know- very different in the US as well because there's a, a huge awareness of like I'm in the sex sex entertainment industry. Yeah, plus that it's a huge opportunity. Yes, exactly. So 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 you think yeah, so you're thinking like this is not a bad career. Yeah, exactly. It is a career. It's an yeah. actual career. Yeah. And and I, I know other burlesque performers, and there is some crossover stuff. Like I one friend of mine, she's a burlesque performer, and she's made good money stripping right. stripping over the years uh, and I, I actually i hope to get her on the podcast but recently she's had more of a steady gig more of a, a performance steady gig and she kind of misses that stripping money uh-huh. but she's always been comfortable stripping she's always been comfortable with burlesque and she's always wanted that as a career and she loves the world her friends are all in it you know and the carnies and all the sort of the people that are on the periphery of that so she loves the world but i do think that 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 is that is a certain section of that group, and then there is another section that possibly did it when they were younger for the money, and and maybe struggle with the with the with the aftermath. You yeah, know? it's yeah. hard to get that balance right, and and I I think particularly like the way gambling has exploded with apps, and it's so mm. easy to gamble. I do think it's interesting that so many women can just hear about OnlyFans and then be like, yeah, let's do it. And I, I know this girl, a girl that I, I follow on Instagram, and she was telling me that she's having financial problems and that she was thinking of doing OnlyFans. And I, you know, I was saying to her, just just, just have a good think about how comfortable you would be if these images yes. get online. Yeah. Because I, I, you know, I don't think it's a bad idea for you to do OnlyFans, but I, you have to realize that, the, that people will see this stuff. You can't yeah, control yeah. how it gets how it gets put out. And, and and that is a little bit of the problem with the fact that it's so easy now to create a business of selling sexy images of you. And I feel like there should be a little bit more of a decision-making process yeah. than just, fuck me, I can make a lot of money, create an OnlyFans and start banging up pictures of yourself. It's like, it sounds like really boring, but it's like, it's like maybe a little bit of regulation. <laughs> you know, like they should you know, regulate the whole industry a little bit more. Well, there should be a little bit. I mean, I definitely yeah. think there should be regulation in regards to the fact that people should... You know, there, 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 there should be a period of time where you, I don't know, there should be like a question. Who knows? How do you regulate it? You know? Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, how do the gambling companies do it? They, they, exactly. You know, there's like in the in the small print, it's like, oh, yeah, gamble responsibly. Yeah, yeah. You know? Fucking finger yourself on camera responsibly. 
<laughs> fingerselfaware.ie. I mean, I don't know how much there is for the for the guy part, you know. But I guess I I would assume that the bigger market is if you're doing guy stuff, you're you're you're. you're I guarantee gay... the market isn't half as big for women. No, but I think it would be a lot of gay men would be paying for it. I think. Well, yeah, I possibly. Think, yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah. So if there was good, you know, honestly, if I if I didn't have a, a profile already in my other career, I, I don't know, I'd think about fucking choking one out every now and Choke then. Choking one out for, <laughs> for a tenner. <laughs> well, I think it's a little more than a tenner, you know. I wonder how much I could get for Des Bishop jerks off on camera. That's an Instagram Sub- poll if ever I heard one. Subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe now, you know, and would I shave my pews before doing it? <laughs> how, much, how much manscaping would I do before? Oh, my God. But I would, I would definitely, I'm obsessed with starting a business of uh, erotic massage. Like, hey, ladies, you want a massage where at the end you get a little happy ending? I, would lo- I, I really would. You would, be the, you would be the guy. I would love to do that, yeah. man. I mean, I would be a pretty high price. I would say it would be I, I, minimum, you know, because you got to price it. You can't be too crazy. So I would say for a half hour massage, it's, it's 500 euros. But uh, it'll be more than half an hour if you're struggling to, to come. But if you fake not coming, then you're, you're barred. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get extra value for money. You're out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was my joke. It's like uh, women can't get happy ending massage. What masseuse has the time? <laughs> the fucking, you know, it's like woman's like, yeah, just a little salt, a little salt. <laughs> then you have to tell them like you're gonna love them. Oh man. But uh, but anyway, let's go, bro. That was a thank cool. you so much for being Katie. No prob. And uh, oh, by the way, guys, um, that is the end of the episode. Make sure to follow Lindsay. Uh, she gave her Instagram, but you know what? Let me let me go back and give it again because uh, I was just I was actually just perving on her Instagram just now. Uh, no, I, I wasn't actually, but I was I was looking it up to just make sure that I was giving uh, correct information. Um, uh, where has it gone on me? It's annoying now that it's not just showing up. I, I just I just followed her, but um, uh, Lindsay Jennings. So it's L I N D. S E Y J E N N I N G Z Z, Lindsay Jennings with a Z, L I N D S E Y J E N N I N G Z, and then Steve is at Hello Steve O. Yep, yep. At Hello Steve O. Steve is often on the Des Bishop podcast. Um, and uh, Katie is at Katie Boyle Comics, so follow Katie. We'll be back next week. Please leave some comments. Somebody left a negative comment. Oh dear! It's like I love the podcast, but I didn't like this last episode. I felt like it was just filling. Ca- and what's annoying is I did a bonus episode about Love Is Blind, and I feel like she was talking about the bonus episode of Love Is Blind. But it's like this is a bonus app. This is not the pod. This is just like, did you watch Love Is Blind? Have a listen to me ranting about Jesus. it. Jesus, it's not even. But but maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was the cheating app. But how could they not like the cheating app? I thought that was fascinating. But anyway, uh, do leave some comments. We got to get. We got to. We got to drive that uh, that negative comment a little further down. Uh, down the list or five stars on iTunes or take a pic on Spotify and put it up on your Insta, which we do love. Send Lindsay some love and uh, that's it. And I got to go because my child's going to wake up. All right, go. You got five (laughs) minutes to fucking get those pants down. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 